ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast with your host, Sensei Kudel, and myself, the sales warrior, Julieta. Really want to thank everyone who has joined this live session. We are located in Toronto, Canada, and today you're listening to episode two of our new series, The Importance of Struggle and Embracing Change. And today's episode will cover overcoming fear and turning failure into opportunities. And like we say every week, our mission is to inspire you, uplift your spirits, and ignite that fire within you that will drive you to reach new heights. So Sensei Cornell, as always, why don't you kick us off? Okay, thank you so much, Julieta. You know, for this episode, we really wanted to talk about the incredible power of really overcoming fear and turning failures into opportunities. So our goal is always to connect with each and every one of you on a personal level, inspiring you to conquer your fears, embrace failure, and really unlock the extraordinary potential that resides within us. So let's talk about fear. It's that sneaky little voice in your head that loves to tell us we're not good enough. That we're bound to fail. It's like the imposter syndrome. Julieta, do you have the imposter syndrome? Oh my God, all the time. <laughs> I, all I, the know, time. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, but guess what? What? Fear is nothing more than smoke and mirrors. It's an illusion that tricks us into thinking we're incapable of greatness but trust me you are capable of so much more than you can imagine so overcoming fear starts with acknowledging its presence you know we really need to face our fears head-on staring them down with unwavering courage fear stands no chance against a determined spirit Mm -hmm. so, so never let failure hold you back or fear hold you back it's time to break free from its grip and unleash your full potential yeah and you know what actually goes hand in hand with fear of course i do failure <laughs> failure exactly exactly so we've all met you know it at some point where you know we feel that and it's that feeling of falling flat on our faces, the disappointment of not achieving what we set out to do. Um, but here's the secret, failure is not the end of the road. It's a detour leading you to something even greater, which we've discussed in past episodes as well. And really, if you really think about it, every successful person you admire has encountered failure, right? And it's part of the journey and failure is not a reflection of your worth, but rather a stepping stone to success, to your success really. And it's like a teacher providing valuable lessons along the way. So when failure comes knocking at your door, embrace it, you know, learn from it. Don't be shy. You can grow from it and really let it propel you forward towards your dreams. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I hundred percent agree always. Yeah. And you know, um, failure is not about falling down. Mm. It's about how you get back up. Absolutely. It's about your resilience, your determination. And I think like just the willingness to keep going, even when things get tough. 
Yeah. You know, and so like, believe me, the road to success is paved with potholes, but it's those who persevere that really reach their destination, right? Mm -hmm. So here's our challenge for you as our audience. Embrace your fears, face them head on, and let them know you're not backing down. And when failure comes knocking, welcome it with open arms. Use it as a springboard to learn, to grow, and to evolve. And never be afraid to take risks and pursue your dreams with passion. So remember, you have incredible strength within you. You possess the power to overcome any obstacle, conquer any fear, and turn failure into opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to believe in yourself, though, at the end of the day. You know, you have to trust in your abilities. Because if you don't trust in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to let the world witness the amazing transformation that happens when you face your fears and embrace failure with open arms. Absolutely. I mean, just going off of what you said, like challenging yourself, embracing your fears, um, not allowing fear, uh, failure to like keep you down. I, I'm married now, but before my marriage, I was in an eight year relationship living with the person. And when I did separate with them, it, it, felt like a divorce halfway point where I knew the relationship was failing. And for a little bit, I was like blaming myself, <laughs> you know, and I was putting myself down a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then I had the realization of is like, if it's taking so much work to make this relationship, you know, happen and work out, like it shouldn't be that hard. I mean, relationships, yes, you have to put work into it. And my marriage now, I'm in a healthy marriage. I'm in a loving marriage, but it's not an easy marriage. There's still obstacles and struggles that we go through as a couple. When I'm facing an obstacle with my partner or my husband, I always say like, okay, you know what? It's not, it's not between you and me is it, or it's not me against you. It's us against the problem. Let's find the solution. And just looking in a way in a, in a, in a brighter light instead of like attacking each other. So that really was helpful to me. Um, and just being able to take that, uh, way of thinking in my new relationship after, you know, my eight year didn't work out. I really want to share some additional tips that can further support everybody on their journey of overcoming fear and turning failures into opportunities. So okay. consider, consider these um, as valuable tools in your arsenal as you navigate the path to success. So number one, I think for me, which again, we've discussed this before, is cultivate a growth mindset. And we keep bringing this up because guys, this is a super important thing to engrave in, into your mind, growth mindset. Adopting a growth mindset means believing that your abilities and intelligence can be developed through dedication and hard work. And really embrace challenges, see setbacks as opportunities for growth. And really, you should never wanna stop learning. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed um, listening to you about the example about your relationship as well. and. Um, just how much you've you've learned and grown yourself, 
And I think, you know, kind of talking about that growth mindset, it's, you know, mindset is everything at the end of the day, right? I mean, if you don't have that mindset, I think the biggest difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset is that, uh, or a fixed mindset thinks, you know what, life just happens to me. Whereas with a growth mindset, you think, I create life. You have to make it happen for you. No one else is going to do it. That's right. You know, so that really kind of like takes me to the next point about surrounding yourself with positivity. So, you know, surround yourself with individuals who really are there to uplift and inspire you. Mm-hmm. You know, seek out mentors, join support uh, communities, uh, engage with like-minded individuals who really share your aspirations and, and sense of drive and goals and let their positive energy and encouragement really fuel your own determination. Um, and I find that, you know, it's uh, like a perfect example would be if you only hang out with people who live for the weekend, right? All they want to do is just they get to the weekend, get to the weekend. They're, they really have no sense of purpose or, or motivation in life. It's just about all I do is just work and party, work and party. They're not going to be able to motivate you to, to get to where you want to get to. They're not going to be there to be, you know, that right support system to say, you know what, Julieta, it's great that you're doing all these things. Okay, what's next? How can we help you? How can we inspire you? How can we motivate you? Because they're just not in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I used to, like, I think this was mid, my mid-20s when I really took this in with surrounding yourself with positive people uh, or positive, just positive energy in general. Um, and one of the things that really enhanced my growth was surrounding myself with people that were a little bit more successful than me because it allowed me to push and be motivated to get to their level. You know what I mean? So that was like super helpful to really change. And you know what? I had to end some relationships, but it wasn't like, I was like, Oh, I'm not your friend anymore. You just, you don't even have to do that. You just have to prioritize who you want to be around who will feed you good energy and it's okay to let some people go. I mean, I always say this and it's a saying that's well known, uh, which is people are in your life for a reason, a season and a lifetime. And it's okay to shed people out of your life and you don't have to make a big deal about letting them go. It could just naturally happen. And you, you'll, you'll see a major difference once you start shifting your energy and surrounding yourself with people that match your energy as opposed to drain it. Um, which leads me to my other point, which is taking action. Right? 100%. Breaking, yeah. Breaking down your goals into manageable steps and taking consistent action. It really can be super beneficial and progress is really made by taking one small step at a time. Like, so you don't have to drastically change everything in your life all at once it can be just step by step and don't get really don't allow yourself to get overwhelmed by the big picture you really want to focus on what you can do today to move closer to your goals yeah no i 100 percent agree it's all about the baby steps right at the end of the day um and you know i think it's also about like visualizing your success right so like you have to be able to imagine yourself already succeeding. It's like the power of manifestation. Big time. Right? I, 
I find that a lot of people don't really know what manifestation is. It's like the law of attraction, visualizing that you've already succeeded. Yeah. You know, that you're already doing what you, you know, have been wanting to do all your life. It's, yeah. it's really getting to that point of the, you really, you have to imagine yourself already succeeding, already achieving your goals and, and overcoming your fears, you know, and visualization is a powerful technique that can enhance your motivation and really help you develop a strong belief in your your own abilities and let's let's talk about manifestation for a second last like two months ago <laughs> uh crazy manifestation i was in a situation where i was working on some deals some didn't some fell through and i was really counting on two of the deals to go through and got me worried you know i was like oh my god am i gonna make my bills holy crap and as soon as that happened it, before i would go to bed i would open my bank account on my app okay talk about serious manifestation here yeah and and i would look at my app on my bank account and i would be like you have x amount of dollars in your account just say let's make it easy say i said i wanted actually i'll give you the real number i said i wanted eighty five hundred dollars in my account eighty five hundred dollars through manifestation and i did this for three days straight every day i would wake up and i would go to bed and i would look at my bank account and i say you have eighty five hundred dollars in your account you have eighty five hundred dollars in your account and i did that like I said, three days. And on the third day, what happened? I got an email from my bank telling me that they have approved me for an $8,500 line of credit. <laughs> Amazing. What? Amazing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So it was crazy that manifestation that happened because it so happened that I actually really needed a couple thousand dollars for some ads <laughs> through my work and yeah. you know it just came in clutch um and there's other manifestations that i've i've done where literally but you have to truly like you said you have to truly believe like it's happened you can't be like i want this it's like no i have this it is here <laughs> so yes there's a big difference um with that there's yeah i was just gonna i was just gonna add one point you know it's a, it kind of talks about also like the difference between an affirmation and a declaration right yeah. so a lot of people will make affirmations they will say a lot of things right they'll say they'll make their affirmations i want this i want to be here i want to be there versus a declaration where you are basically declaring that i'm already there that i'm already doing it yeah that i'm already on the way to it happening it's yeah. i'm going to succeed so where failure at the end of the day, like for me, failure is not an option. Failure is just a learning experience. It's just Absolutely. a lesson. Yeah, and really embracing failure um, as feedback, which is, yes. I always I always do that. It's like, I don't look at failure as, oh, it's failed, I'm done. It's like, no, I failed, okay, what's the feedback on that? So reframe your perspective on failure instead of viewing it as like really a negative outcome see it as feedback and a valuable learning opportunity. You should definitely take a moment to analyze what went wrong, adjust your approach and move forward with newfound wisdom, right? 
Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. I mean, like, I think also, you know, practicing self-compassion is also extremely important. And I think it's the hardest for a lot of people. It is. It is. Because, you know, what? it's easier to give other people advice, but then it's so hard to take that same advice for yourself, right? And, yeah. you know, it's, and, and like I was saying, like, you know, it's okay to not be okay sometimes. So it's okay to be kind to yourself during challenging times. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, like treat yourself with the same compassion and understanding you would with a close friend. Yeah. You know, exactly. like you, you have to remember that setbacks and failures are just a part of the human experience. And you are deserving of all the love and support that you want for yourself. But you got to love yourself first, though. Yeah. And you know, uh, but that, I'm sorry, I was just going to say, but, but that being said, I feel like, you know, it's not that I'm saying that, oh, other people can't love you if you don't love yourself. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there are times where you have people in your life who will love you even when you don't love yourself. But I think the goal is always for self-love, right? Self-love and self-care is important because, you know, everyone has things going on in their lives. And it's at the end of the day, the one person you have in your corner, your whole life is yourself. You came in to the world by yourself. You're going to leave by yourself. You have yourself. It's you who has to make that change. Oh, yeah. And that was a big eye opener for me, too. Um, when I was coming out of that relationship, and I lost all my friends from like, you know, the being coupled and people were taking sides. And um, I was alone for a long time. And I said to myself, listen, if I can't make myself happy and entertain myself, then what the hell am I doing here? And so yeah. After, you know, being in a funk for a couple months and not wanting to do anything and just going to work, coming home, staying in bed, like I started to go out. And one of my things was I followed my passion and one of my passions was singing. And so there was this bar up the street from my house at that time. And I started to go to the bar and sing. And um, I made that my weekly thing. And then through going to this bar, I met so many amazing individuals and they kind of helped me rebuild who I was and showed me like, I'm okay to do things on my own. It's not a problem. And when I embraced that, oh my God, the amount of growth that I experienced, it was, it was amazing. And I didn't really need to depend on anybody to make me happy anymore because I learned how to do do it on my own you know and and that leads me into saying celebrate small victories you know oh, and celebrate your progress no matter how small and really each step forward is a victory and a testament to our resilience and as long as we recognize your achievements along the way and and let them yeah. fuel your motivation to keep you going right that's the key Oh, 100%. But you know what? It's like, uh, you know, we were talking about motivation. Yes, motivation is extremely important. But you know what's more important than motivation? Uh, consistency. Mm -hmm. Discipline over motivation, consistency over discipline. Yeah. Right? You really need to be consistent. Even on the days where you don't feel like doing it, 
I'm not talking about not taking days off. I'm not saying about not focusing on maybe like a mental health day. I'm saying when you are, you know, you're feeling that sense of the imposter syndrome or you're feeling that fear that I'm I'm going to fail, right? Those are the days that you need to work extra hard. Those are the days you need to stay consistent and stay disciplined and say, you know what? I don't care no matter what I'm going to do it because you don't need help on the easy days. On the easy days, you're all, you're doing it already. You don't need yeah. that extra consistency and that discipline. You're already motivated. Yeah. It's the days you're not motivated. Yeah. Overall, overcoming fear and transforming failures into opportunities is really a lifelong journey. Um, I don't think we'll ever stop feeling fear. So it, it will be something that you have to deal with for the rest of your life, but it's how you manage it, right? It requires dedication, perseverance, and a belief in your own limitless potential. And oh, really, I, yeah. yeah, so rest assured with the right mindset, support, and strategies that you're going to be able to hear from us at the Warrior Mindset Podcast. I am 1000% sure that you will be capable of achieving anything that your heart desires. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Sensei Kunal and I, we go live every Thursday from Toronto, Canada, and we are on episode two of a five-part series for the importance of struggle and embracing change. So we are in episode two and this episode today is covering overcoming fear and turning failures into opportunities yes what was your thoughts on what we had to say hello it's very easy to get stuck in a negative mindset and it becomes a habit once you keep thinking over and over just like affirmations i didn't have much faith in them before I wasn't one for being positive. I was one for shoving it all down, just getting on with it. I was a, that kind of person that just wanted to get to the weekend, just wanted to get to the next day, just take me to next week. But it yeah. wasn't a healthy, healthy or happy way to live. And unfortunately, I've spent most of my life in having it back at all my relationships and seeing a pattern. I seem to have um, been attracting and attracted to the same type of people um, where you put all your energy into other people and nothing into yourself. Um, and that leads to fear, failure and having to start again. So I'm starting from the bottom and I'm just working my way up and embracing my fear, trying to own the feeling and work with it because I was always one for just hiding my emotions, um, lying to myself constantly and it just ended up with me being a, a bit of a mess. So oh. there's a lot of rewiring to do. Yeah. So what would you say was the turning point for you after realizing that you were living in a negative mindset? Um it's taken the breakdown of my marriage um uh, friends or who i thought were my friends turning their back on me um just feeling really alone really <laughs> reaching bottom that bottom <laughs> and realizing that no one is going to pick me up 
other than myself and I've always I kind of was stuck in a little bit of a victim mentality which I kind of took on from my mum there's a lot of generational trauma and things um but she's refusing to get therapy and whatnot so me and my sister are making that change for our generation and our children yeah it's a daily work because it's like you said we're always going to have to face fear and emotions we just have to learn how to deal with them for our own selves and everyone's different how to positively take things from negative situations and painful situations and turn them into positives for ourselves so my relationship was um financially and emotionally abusive um and I didn't see it until I completely came out of it and then I ended up in a physically violent relationship um and it was only I've never been in a physical relation um violent relationship and it was only when I got to that bottom point and ended up with a burst eardrum from being smacked so hard around the face that, that I was just like what the F am I doing? Oh what am I doing? I really had to look at myself and my daughter and say, look, if you carry on like this, you're only going to fall further down and one day you may not wake up. You yeah. have to take yeah. responsibility and accountability for yourself. You can't always blame others. Even though I have a right to blame some of my childhood, I also have to move on and deal with it. No yeah, I agree. I was gonna, I was just gonna say that you know sometimes we don't ever, we don't always get the closure that we want. Mm-hmm. No. It's just not no. there for us. We the closure has to come from inside. Has to, you can forgive the other person. You have to also kind of forgive yourself. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred. I wasn't getting what I needed from my mum and family and it was pointless. It was like flogging a dead horse and my sister had given up a long time ago on my mum in that respect and kind of just thera- done therapy on herself over 10 years. And I've, she's younger than me and I'm only just realising these things now having come from these horrible relationships um, to wake up and finally see things really differently i'm still struggling i still struggle daily but it's different um there's a slight clarity there in the messiness if that makes sense um, yeah absolutely i'm super sorry that you had to go and experience experience all of that but i mean if we're spinning the positive the positive is you know exactly what you don't want <laughs> You know your red flags now, I'm sure. Um, and you are going to come out stronger. You are going to overcome this. And you're going to be an amazing role model to your child because you are making the steps to be better. Miss J. Miss J is in the house. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hey, hey, hey. I always love seeing your presence. Yes, Hi. welcome. I thank you. I always love coming into this room when I always look at the time. I'm always like to my clients, you just cut it short for a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> always good gems in this room. So, you know, so glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
Yeah, I don't know if you have any insights on overcoming fear and turning failure into opportunities. Of course you do. I don't know Ooh. if you want to share something with us. You know, one of the biggest fears I will share, and I'll actually share from a personal lens. Usually I share from a, a, a coaching lens, but from a personal perspective, I think the biggest one for me was walking away from my six-figure income 30-year career um, wow. where I have two boys and well, one just graduated, so he's going to be going, taking a year and then going off into university. But I think those are some of the things that I started kind of holding myself back. But it was a fear of all that I built in my, my corporate um, yeah. profession and walking away from benefits and the things that you're used to having to live life. And, you know, I, I stepped out. I stepped out. I went and I talked to a pension specialist and they really showed me my numbers. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm richer than I think kind of thing. And, and with the proper savings that I had done and, you know, the investing that I've done into my business, you know, I already, I recognized that I could jump and be okay, you know? So I did that. Uh, January of this year, I did that. I walked away and it's now six months and I'm not crying and I'm not on tuna. So that's good. Um, <laughs> you know, um, but I turned it into an opportunity to really believe in what I'm capable of. And I think, you know, now I coach from a, even a harder lens in terms of saying to the women, like, we are so easy to get stuck where we are. And we're so caught up in what we're doing that we forget that what we have now is what we built. Whether it's a 30-year career, whether it's a 15-year job or whatever, we built that. And the fear of us leaving it is, is something that we, we shouldn't have. You should be ready to kind of start a new chapter if there's an opportunity that presents itself. So that's what I'll share that you can, you know, definitely with the right planning and looking ahead, you know, I always looked ahead. I always said I would never retire from my job. I'd rather quit. So I was excited that I was able to do that. But I think the biggest thing for me was recognizing that now I'm in my practice. I'm almost 50% up to my, 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 um, my job, what I was bringing home. And so I'm just, the fear now is now replaced with, opportunity where else can i you know put my hands in and use my skills and learn something new and so yeah so that would be my experience with this and i i say listen build your drift if you can build your drive your resilience your innovation and progression there is nothing that you can't you know overcome or not see an opportunity in you know once once those those values and those characteristics are built and i yield the mic on that yeah, no, that was amazing. You know, I was I was just talking to uh, somebody about the exact same thing um, about just, you know, I think it also has to do with uh, the how we're programmed as individuals, right? I mean, as a, like, for me, I'm an entrepreneur. To me, an entrepreneur means I have a list of things I want to accomplish, which is ever growing as I continue to develop as a human being and I keep on adding things to the list and you know at the end of the day life is short like we gotta at least try you gotta at least try right like if there's something you want to do do it you know there are so many people who tell me wow you know you're all over the place or you got so many things going on but to me when I hear that oh you're all over the place to me in my mind is actually you know what I'm actually very focused on my goals you know, I, I know exactly what I want out of life. I know exactly what I want to accomplish. Um, so, so again, it goes going back to like, you know, overcoming fear and like the failures and turning failures into opportunities. It's really, 
you can take people's their feedback as something negative right or you can take it as fuel right and to say that you know what it's okay it's okay that you know it's not about them not believing in you a lot of people take things very personally it has nothing to do with them not believing in you it's just that they're just programmed differently that's it not everyone's going to be able to be an entrepreneur not everyone's going to be able to achieve or be able to even grasp the idea of achieving you know so many things in life and that yeah. has nothing to do with attention or you know my image or none of that it's about really the reward is it's part of my why it's about creating positive change and inspiring others to do the same that's it that's what i that's what i do yeah you it's funny that you mentioned that january you took that uh jump uh jay because that's the same timeline as me so um but the joke was is i was ready to do this take that jump but the fear started building up when people started getting in my ear and saying oh my god what are you gonna do if you don't get money if you don't oh like how are you gonna pay your mortgage this and that it's like and then they, they sit there and like well the entrepreneur life is not guaranteed but at the same time my response to them was well are you in a contract at your nine to five job that promises that they're never going to fire you? And a lot Bye. of people will be like, Oh, but it's not the same thing, but it's like, mm-hmm. but your job is not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially with the pandemic coming and going job security, even in the, the municipalities and provincials and federal, they're no longer guaranteed. And with all the different, like people are being let go for the littlest things now. You say the wrong PC, you're gone. You, you yeah. know what I mean? There's this need to preserve whatever trend is happening right now. And people are like literally being shown the door for like some of the most obscure things. So yeah, I mean, in this day and age, and I, I, I want to echo what Sensi said when he said, entrepreneur is not for everybody. And that's a hundred percent. Like there's people who are trying to follow me. And I was like, no, 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 no. You need to stay employed. <laughs> yeah. <Right>. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're not there yet. Let's just give it a few years, you know. So yeah, it, it's something. And to your point, yeah, people, you know, I and my husband will be the first to tell you this. He was not my biggest supporter. Right? Like he was so because he's with job security is his mindset, right? Yeah. We've always had jobs we've always bounced back. Like we never had to, we did a venture and it didn't land financially and we've invested. It was okay. Cause we still knew we had city checks coming. We still knew we had board checks coming. So we yes. were like, that was a great idea. Mm, it's over now. Okay. <laughs> let's <move on. laughs> Whereas now those decisions obviously can be made. So he was at first panicking and then he just, I just stayed consistent. I just stayed committed to my own process. And I said, if and and over matter of probably a few weeks or a month he was just like wow babe like you're doing this he go and so he started now wanting to really explore his side of entrepreneurship and and i didn't have to say anything i simply just stayed quiet put my head down and did the work right i always say let your actions speak i don't gotta say what i'm doing you won't see it right so and now he's my biggest supporter, my biggest fan. And, you know, now he's moving heaven there to make sure that I don't have to pay any bills or anything because he's like, I just want you to focus on your dream. 
I'm like, yes, call me Martin Luther King, honey. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. You know, and I, and I, like for me, a big well, my slogan is don't talk about it, be about it. Yeah. Right. Don't talk yeah. about it. Be about it. Lots of people talk about mm. it. Lots of people have dreams and saying, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I want to shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. Because they've said it and they're seeing it in the wrong rooms, it hits different. Like if, if someone was to say that in our room right now, we would be like, go for it. You got this. You know what I mean? Plan, do, 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 do. but if you say to do this point, if you say it in the wrong room to the wrong people, they could be your like literally just a stumbling block that puts you back in that chair come Monday morning at nine o'clock. Exactly. It's it's tough because you know you could you could build yourself up to the point where you're like, I'm ready to do this, I'm good, I'm this and that. And I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but you know, my Guyanese mother, she always tells me, don't go telling nobody about your plans because people going to bad eye you. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, she speaks truth because it's true. You know, that's why with me, even when Sensei and I wanted to do this podcast and we started, I didn't tell anybody about it until I was we were going live on the day mm -hmm. of and we promoted mm -hmm. it earlier that day but it's like sometimes we want to tell people our goals and our ambitions but sometimes those same people that you trust to tell those things to they are the ones that are going to bring you down so sometimes it's okay to just keep things to yourself 100 percent, 100 percent. i agree with that yeah with that. If, if people understood the power of their own behaviors and the power of their own mind, it's mind-blowing, the potential. And when it's nurtured, it's even more mind-blowing because you get the opportunity to take something from your brain that's pumped by your, and fueled by your heart, that is nurtured by your soul, and literally have the ability to make it come to life. And that's the power of entrepreneurialism. Like, People, you know, when they say, oh, well, you know, will it work, this and that? Well, the house you live in, did, did you ask that question? The car you're driving, did you ask yeah. that question? Like, shoot, you just went to Food Basics. Did you ask them those questions? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you live in a world of entrepreneurialism. If there wasn't entrepreneurs, you would not be where you are today. That's right. Right? It had to be yeah. someone who grew up and had a burning desire to make something come to life. So if, and not everybody, can be and that's fine because who's gonna work for me if i if everyone was an entrepreneur i'd be back at a nine to five so i'm good you know what i mean <laughs> do your yeah. thing home girl let me use their skills you know, they say one rich man uses 500 people on a daily basis all who actually expert in their craft okay mm -hmm. and he was just to see the whole vision and say i have an idea and then there's a whole bunch of people mm -hmm. like, you know so yeah yeah and uh, you know what we were just talking about like you know the, the whole definition of being an entrepreneur you know it i i don't think a lot of people truly understand what it means Ooh, right it's means. like a lot of people think that just being a business owner makes you an entrepreneur it does not <laughs> right like an entrepreneur is someone who has like you know 
comes up with ideas and establishes new ventures and is constantly mm -hmm. growing and doing, you know, like just is constantly evolving and, and into different things, you know, and it's just multiple sources. I mean, if you want to talk about financial freedom, multiple sources of income. Yeah, 100%. Right? Uh, whereas a business owner is really an individual who really establishes a business within from an, like an old business idea. Oh, you know what? I'm going to start yeah. a restaurant. I'm going to do this. Oh, whereas an entrepreneur, you're coming up with new ideas. You're you're creating. You're yeah. creating change. Yeah, it's true. You no, know, uh, the business owners really, their focus is more about uh, making the business profitable. You know? Yeah. So yeah. higher the profit, the better. That is the goal of a business owner. Yeah. Meanwhile, the entrepreneur is usually focused on the business development side and their passions, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? And it's and their goals and their personal satisfaction, right? I mean, if you really mm -hmm. think about it, it's like failure means nothing to me. Like you can, you know, a business idea can knock me down. I'm back up. Yeah. It's that satisfaction that I did it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I will not. I will not give in. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah. And you know, you, you know. And you, and the, the thing about failure, and this is why I like to say resilience, I try to replace the whole world off world altogether. Why? Because resilience is not necessarily about failing, and neither is, is failing to me. Mm -hmm. My perspective on this one is when you get tired, when your brain is just not functioning, like when you can't recognize what day you're sitting in, that's when failure or, sorry, resilience is needed. Because it's understanding that if I take a moment, take a rest, maybe even take a day off, clear my mind, let me rejuvenate my soul, let me get emotional, physically, mentally, spiritually aligned, you would be able to find, hence the I, innovation in anything that you're doing. Because sometimes you've looked at it for so long and so hard that you can't even see it anymore. You're inside of it too deep. Yeah. And so if you can just pull back for a hot second and just realign and then look at it with fresh eyes, you'd be surprised how many people can find a solution or find a new way to get that concept off the ground. And that's progression, right? Yes. So you have yeah. to have a mentality where you're not like, you want the gaps and stuff and the, 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 the negatives and the cons to happen in the, in the visioning state. Because then you can solve them without spending thousands of dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then when you then when you really get it, <laughs> you know, you're on the tuna tuna can tip, right? So it's it's always it's always good to feel early. Always good to feel not even like the word again. I'm really catching myself. Not about failing, but understanding your vision through and through so that no matter what happens you know you have the ability to manage it yeah and i think it's also about understanding your limitations right mm -hmm. it's about understanding what because the, you know i i find that a lot of business founders right startup founders business owners they're very emotionally connected to their their business yeah. so they would rather go down with the ship than see it succeed <laughs> in many ways in many ways not always but I, what i mean is that it's hard for them to give up the reins yeah you know and and, yeah. and i think that kind of it goes back to being an entrepreneur is that you like i know what i'm strong at and what i need to and and the power and importance of collaboration and partnerships 100 percent. 
right? If you partner and collab with your your competition, they're no longer your competition. Yep. Right? Yep. And so, you know, we were talking about um, just, and I think this would be a great, Julieta, I think this would be a great topic for us uh, under this um, this series about building resilience in the face of failure also. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think like, you know, like if you failed at something, it means that you tried it. Mm -hmm. And that's really what life is about, right? Yeah. Resiliency really means that when you reach further, you're able to really have more confidence in yourself, that's no matter it. what the outcome. That's it. Push past the limits. That's what resiliency is about. Yeah, exactly. You only fail if you give up. 100%. There's things, there's things that won't work. Okay, so we, you know what I mean? Like we try to put a balloon in the air with no helium. It's going to come down. That's the yeah. gravity. So you didn't fail. You just you you, you lack the understanding of gravity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what I tell people. Not, you never failed. You just lacked understanding and clarity of knowledge, skill or capacity. That's all. You go and get those pieces or find someone who can fill that gap for you. Again, stand back, take a second, realign, recognize your limitations, and say, okay, what do I do now? Who do I need to talk to? Business is the operation of a concept or an idea. Yes. It's the system. It's the policies. It's the protocols. It's the, uh, the, the equipment, the break-even sheets, the finance. That's what business is. That's why people go to school and can and go to the highest end degree so they can get into the biggest corporations to do what? Manage an operation. Right? Yeah. But that person may not be. The CEO isn't the, isn't the founder or the brain. They're there to make sure that that product leaves, gets manufactured, and gets delivered. Right. Their job is not to come up with a great vision. The person who came up with the vision is tucked away in a corner doing their creative thing and making magic happen. And so you're there to make sure everything runs in place. So when. But I, you know what? I was just, sorry, Ms. Jay, I was just going to add to that. I was yeah. going to say the CEO, right? As a CEO, I've been a CEO. Uh, of my own company, but also somebody else's company as well. And I think that the purpose of a CEO is to carry out the vision that is set for the company. That's it. Right. And to get the people who work for the company to believe in not just the vision, but to believe in them, because that's how they're going to take accountability and feel accountable and say, I'm part of something bigger. Huge. And that's how leadership is born, right? Yes. Because if you don't have leadership, you don't have innovation, you don't have, you know, team building, change management. Like if you don't possess those skills, you're you're just as good as the person who didn't go to school and didn't want to do anything for a living. Like it yeah. literally becomes that way, you know? Um, so yeah, hundred percent CEO. As a CEO, um, you have to know, you know, what your limitations are and then hire the people who can do your job better 100%, than you can. hundred percent. If you are hiring people, yeah, mm -hmm. if you're hiring people who can't, who are, you know, are not doing something that you can already do or are doing something, yeah. there's no point. Then you're just, you know, I find a lot of people, they do that because they are afraid that they are going to be replaced. Yeah. It's not about being yeah. replaced. It's about, well, at the end of the day, it is about being replaced, right? But to a certain extent, I think for a lot of CEOs, um, and they're now seeing it. Back in the day, you were feared 
as a CEO. Mm -hmm. Now they're trying to empower their teams, right? And be more likable and more present. Why? Because they're recognizing that they were scaring away talent, right? So when when you hire somebody who knows better than you, you that's what you want. But you have to understand and you got to know everything, but you don't have to be masters of everything, right? You can be jack of all trades and masters of none, but you yep. got to understand how your business is functioning. You got to understand that when this person is not doing their job, it's very apparent how it's impacting your bottom line. Yes, right? 100%. So knowledge and understanding what the expectations are around each piece is very, very important, but it is not your job to try to work 10 different jobs. 100%. Okay? Your job is to oversee the vision and to take it to the next level, whereas yes. you delegate out. And that's where I find a lot of CEOs struggle. Delegation, innovation, leaders. Oh, 100%. And really, not only outside of delegation, it's giving up control. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Giving up control is a tough one. Yeah. Because that, that word comes with such title, right? I'm mm -hmm. the CEO, I'm the top dog. But you know what yep. I mean? This is before, like Trump, before president time, but he said the buck starts in his book. I remember saying the buck starts here and ends here. And so mm -hmm. in order for him to keep multi-billion dollar businesses going, he had to ensure he had the smartest people in the room in their craft, right? Yes. So, and he, so and he still knew he was in charge because he understood the big picture. When you understand the big picture as a CEO, then no one can really ever take control because you're hiring the social media person. You're hiring a finance person. Those people don't know what the other hand does. Yes. Right? So if you understand your vision, you'll always be in control. It's when you start yes. giving up your creative control and you start giving up your uh, operational control and somebody can mirror exactly what you do, then yes, you should be quite nervous. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I think that's why it's very important to have, uh, a, you know, just talking about the corporate, the corporate pyramid, like uh, a COO, right? I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, the COO and the CEO, they work extremely close together. And don't forget the CFO. Of course. I mean, they're pretty <laughs> much all the C-levels, right? You've got okay. your CPO, your CFO, your CMO, your everybody. Exactly. Everybody's an O. Everybody's yes. A, everybody's a, a CEO. Yeah. <laughs> Ah. Yeah. So true. It's so true. I really hope that, you know, what we discussed today, it really resonates with uh, people listening. We would love for you to leave us some feedback. You can always email us on topic suggestions as well at the warrior mindset podcast at gmail.com. Also, if you are listening to our podcast on Spotify at the Warrior Mindset Podcast and something resonated with you or we were able to help you out, definitely share these testimonies um, in that email that I just provided, the Warrior Mindset Podcast at gmail.com because Sensei Kunal and I would love to hear um, some success stories that we could share as well um, because your success can be somebody else's success for sure. Sensei, yeah, do you was, have anything you wanted to add? I was just going to say, uh, don't forget to also join us on Instagram at 
TW mindset and just kind of be part of this community. It's it's really at the end of the day, it's we're we're just uh, really happy to be able to share our insights and our experiences and learn from you guys as well. Absolutely. Sensei, do you have any last words before we wrap up? No, I mean, I, I've loved this uh, episode. I think it's been great. Uh, a lot of great feedback. Um, I think um, I've learned a lot as well. Uh, what about you? Oh, man, I, I loved it. I, I love that we had people tuning in. I love that uh, audience members came up to speak. Miss J, I always love hearing from you. Yes, yes. thank you so much for opening up and sharing uh, with us what you're going through. And, you know, you could always reach out to us via email. Um, if you want to hear specific things, like I said earlier, feel free to email Sensei and I. Or if you guys just wanted to chat with Sensei Kunal and I, we're more than happy to jump on Zoom calls with you guys as well. So um, really, I guess I'll, I'll say on behalf of Sensei Kunal and myself, the sales warrior, Julieta, we really want to thank you for tuning into this episode on the importance of overcoming fear and turning failures into opportunities. So we are here for you the listeners and we show up here every week because our goal for each episode is to provide practical insights and actionable advice for you to implement into your daily lives really hope that you guys were able to take something away from today's episode be sure to tune in again next thursday we're live again on clubhouse and don't forget to follow the warrior mindset podcast on spotify um, Sensei, I, I would love for you to fill us in on next week's episode. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think both Julieta and I are really excited about this new series on the importance of struggle and embracing change. So next week, we'll be discussing developing resilience by building strength through challenges and embracing discomfort by stepping out of our comfort zone. Ooh, ooh. If you know anybody that could benefit from uh, learning about developing resilience by building strength through challenges or embracing discomfort um, by stepping out of your comfort zone. Definitely share this with them. Um, you don't want to miss out on what we have to share on that. So until then, embrace your inner warrior and challenge yourself daily. You guys have been listening to the sales warrior, Julieta, and your co-host, Sensei Kunal from the Warrior Mindset Podcast, and we will see you on the next episode. Peace and love, guys. Have a blessed day. Peace and love.